Thursday to you and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips as we grind it out here on a Thursday edition. Chris, welcome in, man. It's uh, This was supposed to be uh, playoff eve, but it looks like our, our schedule got a little changed today. Yeah, Wayne, well, thanks for having me again on another Thursday. But yeah, tough news coming out for us Marable fans. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Well, it's according to which way you look at it. Uh, it's no football game, but it is progression uh, to round to uh, to the next round to second round of the playoffs. But uh, you know what we're talking about, and, and normally, if you're tuning in, going, man, they pick on Thursdays. It's not going to happen today. We're we're gonna we're gonna talk about one of the picks, but uh, probably probably going to work out about the same way we were going to pick. So that that works out for us. But but uh, the news came out today: Science Hill is going to have to forfeit. Uh, this round one matchup with the Red Rebels, and and it's going to cost the Hilltoppers their season. Uh, again, they're going to have to head back to Johnson City, and, and and their season will come to an end. I mean, that's been the rule that, that's been laid down by the TSSAA, and Maryville will move forward uh, to, the, to the next round. Now, they will not, and again, here's an asterisk from the TSSAA, they will not get a win. In the regular season, it was a COVID win. Because you know, COVID win, COVID loss, so that the the win loss records matched at the end of the season. Um, this will not happen this way. It will be a bye week, and uh, and the Rebels will go back to the drawing board and get ready for what I'm. A, if I looked at the matchups right, the winner of Bradley Central and uh, Farragut. Yeah, but we've seen both of those teams this year, and you know that's going to be a great matchup. I know that's going to be one thing me and you're going to probably look into. And we're probably going to try to keep up with that score over at least probably. You know, that and the Alcoa game, mm-hmm. these two main ones we'll be watching out for. Yeah, I'm excited for what for what uh, that could look like because Bradley Central has a really good running back uh, that, that really gave the uh, the Rebels a lot of trouble. And, and I thought Farragut probably was the more balanced team. They didn't necessarily have any just super studs, but uh, I thought they had a lot uh, going for them in a lot of different positions. So I'm uh, – I'm excited for who who comes out of that one. Now it's going to be at Farragut, so it's a little closer for us. Uh, I don't know if they sell tickets at the door anymore, but uh, we may have to talk about that one. Well, hopefully Mary will be at home still, right? Well, no, I'm talking about this week. Oh, okay. Hey, we ain't got nowhere to go tomorrow night. I like your idea. We can get in there and go watch it firsthand. <laughs> we'll go go incognito, wear, incognito. maybe gr- wear grind T-shirts. There you go. I like that. I mean, idea. I've got one. I've yeah. got one. <laughs> so, uh, But, uh, you know, who knows? And, and, you know, I've ever since I heard the word, you know, of course, Larry Hedrick, athletic director, Maryville High School, he let me know. He said, hey, you know, the game's been canceled. Uh, we'll be back at home next week. And um, I was like, wow. I was like, that's tough. But then, then at the same time, I'm looking at the Rebels, and I'm sitting here going, a young football team whose last bye week was week number two based on the beard and juggling act, right? This could be a really a really nice uh, time to have a break for the Red Rebels. I mean, I agree with that. I mean, for these players, it's another week to get healed up. You know, we 
dealt with a couple injuries here recently. You know, Eli Haynes especially has been dealing with that, uh, was it elbow and then his foot. So, you know, another week to try to get him back healthy. You know, a couple of dings beat up from that Heritage matchup. You know, we saw a couple of players limping off toward the end. So, another week of uh, getting healed up, but at the same time, you got to keep focused. You know, it's hard to go another week of waiting because you practice all week long. You study film all week long on Science Hill. Now you're going to have to shift focus back to uh, either going to Bradley Central or uh, Farragut. Well, and I think the the good thing about both those teams is you've seen both of them before. So there there's not it's not like you're it's going to be the first time you see the Admirals. It's not going to be the first time you see the Bears. It's just you're going to see them in a different venue. No. Uh, again, Farragut did come to Maryville, so they would have to come to Maryville again. Uh, Bradley Central at third place had a pretty good showing. Uh, actually took took Maryville to the half with the lead, but uh, but they'll uh, they'll have a different uh, on their they'll have a different. Uh, situation on their hands let's just say uh, as as the rebels will host the bradley bears if they were to get the win this friday night but trying to pull up some scores of interest uh from friday night there there's several games to be looked at uh, i'm trying to see if any of them have really uh made any changes i guess based around uh now we've we've seen some change with science hill based around covid um with with Maryville not on the docket, Alcoa's got to hold down the fort for Blunt County uh, to to get the win tomorrow night. I I don't want to be any spoiler. We talked about it last week at, at length. Uh, I I don't think they're going to have any problem in three A. No, I don't see any matchup really going to maybe C A K toward the third round when they if they meet C A K like always. But the Alcoa team's just loaded on both sides of the ball, and I don't see anybody stopping them once again. Greenville has also claimed a, uh, a COVID by win, whatever you want to call it, uh, as Howard has had to, to cancel their matchup tomorrow night uh, against Greenville. That's in the 4A state playoffs. So 4A and 6A has been, been impacted. 2A has been impacted as Cosby uh, has to cancel their matchup with Meigs County. Uh, Meigs County was 11-0. and uh, Cosby was 2-9. and So, again, uh, probably uh, – Probably just you know, I guess enhancing the inevitable uh, because I feel like Megs was a pretty strong, uh, strong contender. Uh, and then, uh, like I said, uh, most recently, it looks like that's maybe it across the state. Well, no, here's another one on D two side. Uh, Middle Tennessee Christian uh, gained a COVID bye week or a COVID win over Columbia Academy as Columbia Academy. Uh, does have to to cancel their matchup, but that looks like that is uh, is all that's impacted at this point. I don't know that it surprises me that we're had that many or that we've had that few, honestly, because there's a lot of uh, resurgence of the virus and a lot of spreading uh, that's been reported as of uh, as recent as the last few weeks. Yeah, I mean that's tough, and you feel bad for a team like Science Hill. I mean, we've talked about it a while ago how great of a season they've had a six and three or seven three with a COVID win, but you know, to get hyped up, you know, you're going to Maryville, you're going to go up against a state champion, you know, that's going to be a tough task. And they were, they seemed pretty excited. I mean, just from the video call with the coach, they seemed like they were uh, really interested with this matchup. They thought they could give Maryville a good fight, but, you know, it's just a tough season, especially for the seniors, knowing you're going out, you know, not fighting the way you wanted to. Yeah, and it's – I hate that for Science Hill as well because that's that's a proud program. I mean that's a that's a program that's been there before, that's had a level of success before, 
and uh, and for them not to be able to at least finish their season on the field. Now, the last two years, uh, Maryville has ended Science Hill's season, 18 and 19 both. Uh, th- their last game was against Maryville. Well, you know, de facto that happened again here in 2020, just uh, not not decided on the football field. Not yet, you know, as a player, as a fan, even as a broadcaster, you want to allow those kids to, to finish it on the field. Yeah, I mean, like I said, that's just going to be tough for them, you know, especially, like I said, the seniors knowing you your last game because, I mean, playing myself, that last game hits you hard when you know it's your last chance to put the cleats on, the helmet on, and go out there and hit somebody. So, you know, hopefully they'll have another opportunity at the next level. You know, maybe we'll get to call one of their names for Tennessee one day. Yeah, you, you never know. You never know. Some of those, some of those big linemen or big tight ends and stuff like that. They, they uh, Upper East Tennessee produces a, a level of talent. So I think, I think Science Hill is going to be okay for this. Uh, again, uh, hate that for Science Hill, uh, but again, the Rebels move on uh, to the second round of the playoffs. The did I mention that earlier that they've been in the second round at least the second round of the playoffs since 1994. Yeah, we were talking about, especially with our uh, other yeah. counterpart. I was talking to Jude. Uh, just he was negative eight uh, the last time. Uh, <laughs> the last time the Rebels weren't in the second round of the playoffs. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculously cool. We were trying to figure it out. We would have been toddlers ourselves when that happened. I would have been seven, seven. I've been six. See, we're, I mean, we're getting old, Chris. I mean, just <laughs> stepping right on up there. But you know what? Uh, it, it just It's one for another day. It actually allows us to have a Friday show here on the grind. So, I mean, maybe a little bit of a silver lining, if you will. Normally, Thursday's our pick day, but we'll shift that to a normal Friday day. Uh, kind of get all the information that we're going to need uh, to make those quality picks. Uh, Coach Iruly, uh not able to attend this week. Uh, I'm actually going to hit him up because he doesn't know that it's moved to Friday. I'll see <laughs> if he can't uh, can't slide in and get those. Uh, you know, I, I I win the pick segment two weeks in a row, and then then coach don't come back. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I mean, maybe he just uh, gave you a COVID win. You know, last week he might have gave me a COVID win last <laughs> week. That's that's a great point. Great point. But you know what? Uh, as we uh, as we kind of regroup, try to get some more things to talk about. Let's take a break. Uh, listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, uh, we'll grind out something on this Thursday edition. I can tell you it won't be election. So if you don't want election coverage, uh, stay tuned to the flip side of the break. You're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 850 AM, and streaming at WKBL.com. Your hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 AM and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. <laughs> 
Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming. But Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryland. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, Compilation, Review, and Assurance Services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle, in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & online at whitlockcpa.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Have you heard about or seen the Grand's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grand from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media but if you say i don't like social media but i like podcasts we've got those too you can download the grind podcast on apple podcast and google play music directly from the website it's a one-stop shop for everything the grind check us out online thegrindonsports.com that's thegrindonsports.com <laughs> 
Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips as we grind it out here on a Thursday edition. Again, a Thursday edition modified, modified edition. As we expected to be doing a pick segment to uh, really lead into what is a first week of the playoffs Friday night. And uh, we're still going to do that. We're just going to do it on Friday night as the Rebels uh, have, uh, have, I guess, clinched the first round and uh, moved on to the second after a, a, uh, a COVID cancellation uh, based around Science Hill High School. So, uh, again, Rebels move on. No game this week, but they'll see the winner of Farragut and Bradley Central. But, Chris, uh, shift a little bit to the NFL. Full disclosure, uh, a couple days ago I was testing your, your listenership, and uh, you, you passed with flying colors. I was talking about the, the, the Carolina Panthers and uh, and and maybe some options, or at least no. I was talking about Trevor Lawrence and where his uh, where his stock may be fitting. And you quickly threw the Carolina Panthers out there. Are you, are you by chance a Panthers fan? I'm definitely a Carolina fan. Carolina. Yeah, I was uh, listening in. I think y'all were talking about uh, best fits. I know Atlanta was mentioning, but I think Carolina. You know, with McCaffrey, and I mean, they got Curtis Samuel's, DJ Moore. Uh, Robbie Anderson, they got a good wide receiver core, in my opinion. What are you What are you gonna do with uh, What are you gonna do with Teddy Bridgewater? Eh, you know he he's a good one uh, B option, but you know he kind of reminds me a little bit too much of Cam esque. <laughs> he wants to uh, tuck the ball and run more than he wants to throw the ball at points. And I mean, on point, he's a better passer than Cam, but you know I just don't see him as a future. And if you can get somebody like a Trevor Lawrence, that's you know. That's like a Peyton Manning. That's an Andrew Luck. That's somebody that can change the franchise, in my opinion. You just put it like I'm all. He does wear 16. I get where you're <laughs> going with that, but that's 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 deep shoes right there, buddy. Well, you know they said he's uh his score is what the Wonderlic is that the score uh, smart uh, yeah. quarterback intelligence yeah was uh, actually better than Peyton Manning's and his understanding of reading defenses has been consistently better than Peyton Manning. Yeah, you know the only difference between that test and real life? You don't have defensive linemen in your face when oh, yeah. you're taking that That's test. That's true. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I hope the best for him. But, I, you know, I think it's going to be an interesting dynamic. Uh, you didn't really see Carolina at the trade deadline do anything really crazy. Uh, so maybe that's, you know, kind of keeping some cap space yeah. for a draft uh, draft class coming up. But, uh, you, you know, 
I'm excited about what that draft could look like, but I'll be honest, the the season uh, that's going on right now, it's kind of intriguing too. I mean, you've got Tampa uh, that that's really doing some some things with Tom Brady and that really uh, nobody wants me, why not go to Tampa <laughs> offense they've got put together. I mean, it's got pieces from everywhere. I mean, you've got A.B. on there now. Uh, you've got Leonard Fournette, left the Jaguars. If you ever said you could stay in the state of Florida and improve your situation – I think he did it. Uh, you, you've got, uh, of course, Gronkowski, who literally he's like he's like Tom Brady's Robin, right? Like yeah. he's it's it's you know it's a package deal. <laughs> yeah, I mean I can see that. I mean, didn't hurt that they already had Mike Evans, Chris Godwin at receiver out there. Also, now you're throwing Howard. Yeah, OJ Howard. Uh, what's uh Shelby Miller? I mean, he stepped up a lot. The young rookie they just added to the mix. So. You know, that's like a Swiss Swiss Army knife uh, right there on an offense. You know, their defense has been – They got a Lou Birchfield right over there, don't they? <laughs> uh, their defense is the question mark, but I guess if you're outscoring everybody each game, that's all that matters. Well, but I think they've stepped up, and and I think it's a byproduct. You know, anytime, anytime your time on the field is limited or where your offense can be productive and not put you out there after three plays, you know, come back in – you know, have to battle a team for 10 or 11 plays and then go in for four or five plays and then you're back on the field. I think anytime you can keep that rest and you're fresher than the other team in the fourth quarter, then you're going to have a lot of opportunities to be successful. But they've got on that defense a little ragtag too because they've got JPP, you know, old fireworks. Yeah. I mean, he's he's doing his thing. and uh, But, you know, they're they're making it happen. And, and a kind of a rough start. I think Bruce Arians finally has a little bit of a, a flavor that Tom Brady likes, and we'll see how far it goes. But kind of a little top three, bottom three. I think Tampa's kind of surprising people. I think the Bills are surprising some people. I think the Steelers being undefeated surprises some. It surprises me. It probably doesn't surprise Jeffy Mack. No. But uh, it, it surprises me because it's just the NFL. Getting 7-0, and I mean, it takes some time. Yeah, we're talking about Buffalo, you know uh... – a certain fan of theirs I had to hear every day at work of a talking about the uh, Buffalo Bills and yeah. how great they've been playing. Yeah, how how well they circle the wagons. Yeah, he kind of I kind of lost a little money to uh, that Aww. New England game. Aww. And I had to hear about Cam Newton's lovely fumble that cost the uh, Patriots an opportunity to not maybe win but at least tie it. Yeah. What what is the, I guess what's the bigger surprise in the NFL? You know we talked about the Bills being good. We talked about the Steelers being undefeated. Uh, we've talked about Cam and and what he's doing at the Patriots, all that dynamic. But I don't know what what's more more negatively, kind of eye raising a little bit. The Falcons being as bad as they are. I mean they've already fired their coach. They're doing they're doing interim level things. Yeah. They're looking around right now. Or is it the Packers being kind of poor, really not making a making a move at the trade deadline? Uh, is it uh, is it Mitch Trubisky out? You know, Nick Foles in. I mean, there's so many like middle of the road, maybe kind of downturn kind of players right now. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite players, uh, Fitzpatrick, down in Miami, also I Fitz mean, Magic. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad for him, you know, but he took it like a champ. You know, I think his quote the other day was pretty hilarious about, you know, Tua's better. Better looking, younger, you know, but Fit, Fitzpatrick had the magic and he should have another opportunity, you know. For right now, I guess it's going to be Tua's team. And then going back to the Cam thing, I mean, it's really making Bill Belichick look like it was more Tom Brady than Belichick. So, but I don't know that it's, it may not be a brilliant move. 
know what I'm saying? You got you got Cam at kind of a deal. You, you don't necessarily have playmakers, but you have a ton of cap space. If I'm if I've looked right, they've got a ton of cap space. Yeah, and so what they could do in the draft is pretty dynamic. And if they if they look poor enough. They'll be at a really good spot in that draft. Well, there's one thing we know about New England. They're going to trade their first-round pick and pick up about two or three other picks on top of it. I mean, they don't just stay put. They drop down and reload every year. And, I mean, like you said, they got a lot of cap space. Um, I was kind of surprised they didn't try to flip Gilmore here at the uh, at the trade deadline, one of their top cornerbacks. Right. I mean, you could have probably got a nice uh, price back for him. Yeah. Do you, I mean, but is is it New England style though to like go go get a big quarterback? I mean, it's really not. But they haven't had to do that in so long. No. So I mean, you you lucked in. Let's just be let's be frank. I mean, they they lucked into a franchise quarterback. I'm pretty sure when they drafted Thomas Brady from the University of Michigan, Lloyd Carr protege never really pan didn't wasn't wowing people in Ann Arbor. They yeah. they didn't expect to get 18, 19 years or whatever he's played and, and what he played in New England. You know, the number of Super Bowls, the MVPs, all that dynamic. They didn't expect to get that. Yeah, so I, do they go back to the standard, the expect, you know, what everybody else does and, and spend your money on a franchise quarterback and then just build in the later rounds around that guy? Or do they try to find another diamond? Knowing uh, them, they're going to try to find uh, the best – player available in the draft and that's been their key there every year you know so i don't see them going after a big splash quarterback you know they're used to uh matt castle yeah came in and lit it up you know and everybody thought well they could probably deal with not having tom brady but to me it looks like tom brady is the uh the key that was holding it all together in new england in you opinion. think so yeah that, i think proof's gonna be in the in the long-term pudding I so. I, well, I just think I think Tom walked into a lot better situation in in Tampa. Yeah, had a lot more pieces around him. I mean, uh, if you really look at it, between Cam and Jared Stidham, I mean, name name their top wide receiver. <laughs> I mean, and it's it's what Amendola, uh, or Edelman, not, right? Edelman, not Amendola. Amendola went went away a few years yeah. ago, but but uh, Edelman, and he's he's banged up with a knee, and then the next guy, I'm pretty sure. You, Nobody, his family knows him. I mean, he's like, is that that? Is that's that, that guy. Nakara's Harry. I think he's hurt now. I think he's tuned up. Uh, and then the defense isn't. It doesn't have that that centerpiece that it's yeah. always had. It's not got a Teddy Bruschi on it. It's not got a, even a Gerard Mayo on it. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's just needing some work. Like that team. I, I and I'm afraid it's what led Tom Brady to leave New England for this new opportunity. Is it was another one of those situations where you have a star. You have a great player, yeah. and and they're expected to do it all, and and really, uh, just didn't work out. And then, but um, I think I think New England builds this thing. Yeah, I, I know. And being being a Carolina fan, keeping up with the uh, NFC South a lot, you know, on the flip side of that is you look at Drew Brees this year. I mean, everybody's questioning that shoulder, and what lately is now talking about that he might be out for a couple of weeks because of his shoulder, and you know he's been throwing a lot of ducks, and then you look back at Tom Brady. Brady's been on point with a lot of his throws over 20 yards, so just makes you think, you know, maybe age ain't being good for Drew Brees, but maybe Tom Brady found the uh, youth magic down there in uh, Florida. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, Drew Brees already got that. Uh, he's already got that uh, broadcasting, you know, <laughs> job lined up. I don't think he. 
I don't know if it's uh, one of those deals where his uh, age ain't being too good to him where he's like, you know what? I may not have to get knocked down <laughs> so many more years. Maybe I'll just I'll just float one out there and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, Who knows? with somebody like Kamara out of the backfield, I mean. That's what, nasty, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you just dunk it down to him. He can make anything happen. I mean, he's so shifty. And then you got, well, I guess Thomas being out kind of hurts him. But they have other key weapons like Emmanuel Sanders down there. Like, I don't know what it is about, like, a player becomes the, the, the highest paid wide receiver in the league and then all of a sudden they get hurt collateral it's very chris johnson-esque <laughs> you remember when oh two cj 2k he got paid and then all of a sudden i don't want to run no more uh insurance <laughs> yeah maybe maybe but is it bad did you did you listen to the show the other day where carson and i were talking about who your second team is yes i heard y'all did you talk. hear who i said no i went with the saints I kinda is that bad you, i figured you'd go there yeah who do, do you have a second team yeah, I stay in state. You go to the Titans? I'm going to go with the Titans, yeah. I've been uh, probably about like at least 10 games over the last two years. Uh, yeah? Yeah, I've got over lucky. the last two years? Yeah, I got you lucky. You can't hide money. Well, I got a brother, brother-in-law that lives out there in Nashville, and he... Uh, okay, he can't hide yeah, money. Yeah, he works for Bridgestone, so he <laughs> he can get the hookup usually for nice. us. So, That's know. cool. Yeah, I'm excited, you know. And the Titans have been a great season. They're having a great season. Yeah. So, I like the Titans. Did I, did you hear my whole take on how they had an opportunity to become number 2 and it just didn't pan out? No. So, I'm a big Tennessee fan, you know, you know that. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't take long if you meet me to figure this I out. I can't tell if all this orange. Well, my son's named Neilan. I yeah. just I don't think it gets much <laughs> broader than that. But I'll say this. You know, I I've I've lived and 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 kind of Lost sleep the whole nine over the Vols for the last, I mean, the better part of 15 years now, really. I mean, started in 05, really, with the first five and seven season and the crumbling started. Wow. So, I, the the other day, it was unde- Battle of Undefeated, Steelers-Titans, and I'm like, you know what? Let's get in there. Let's let's back these guys. And if, if, if all goes well, you know, this this might be a way to stay in state, kind of have something to talk about, you know, whatever. Still be a Broncos fan, but kind of, you know, yeah. pull a little bit for the Titans. And I ain't going to lie, the way they lost that game, I'm like, I can't I can't deal with another heartbreaker. I, I just can't have it. At least with at least with the Saints, one, they're far enough away. They're they're not in the AFC, so really the, the impact to the Broncos is limited. Yeah. But they're in the AFC, and uh, I'm just like, Maybe they've got Kamara. They've got Drew Brees. Drew Brees is a good dude, right? <laughs> I mean, he he buys Purdue a new new scoreboard so that that Randall Cobb can buy uh, the scoreboard for Alcoa. I mean, there's a connection yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, it's round rough. It's that, a rough connection. That was his entire idea, I believe. Make sure to get Alcoa a new scoreboard. I mean, it could happen. Yeah, it could happen. You don't know. But uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, so I've kind of picked up those guys, and and immediately Drew Brees is is getting held out of practice. He can't play. I'm pretty sure Alvin Kamara is going to start holding out of games. I mean, it's just it's it's an aura that I bring to teams. Uh, can you do that for Tampa now, next? I mean, I mean, you, it ain't that I ain't got a voodoo doll kind of sure jabbing just, at him. Make sure Coach Burns don't hear that. I'll say this though, uh, and I was watching it the other day. If you and, and Chris and I are on on a fantasy league together, look at my team. I've got more Buccaneers than I've ever had in my life. I've got uh, I've got Mike Evans, I've got Gronkowski, I've got Tom Brady, which Tom Brady was one that I kind of inherited with the team. It's yeah. kind of dynasty league, but uh, Tom Brady, uh, Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans, and I think I've got their kicker. Or I think I picked him up because my kicker was on by, and then so I just held on to him. But 
I'm just like, I've never had that many. Like, there's there's a couple teams that I just don't have players off of. Sorry, Ed. The Bills, I don't have a ton of Bills. Every now and again, I picked up Robert Woods when he was up there, yeah. maybe Sammy Watkins, but then I kind of, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. You know, and, and LaShawn McCoy when he was McCoy up. McCoy might have been the only one I would ever pick up from the but, Bills. Well, and then Frank Gore, didn't he play up there for a little while? Yeah, a little bit. So, I mean, there's there's guys that probably were worth having. I just I just didn't take part in it. Uh, but the Bucks were another one of those teams. And in and, and the last few years, minus this season, I mean, really think about it. If you didn't have Jameis, you didn't have Mike Evans, who were you going to have? I mean, you could have O.J. Howard. You could have some other things, but I don't know. I mean, I picked up Doug Martin usually late, and I mean, he kind of, kind of knocked it out for me. You know, he always was injured. Always, when he wasn't injured, he only put up like four points, and it's like, man, this is. A then you leave him on the bench, and it's like twenty-five. Yeah, and then, then he goes out for the great games. But. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, you know where Dalvin Cook was last week for me. On the bench. On the bench. Yeah, and his best game of his career. But now I will say, I still won the week. I don't know what that says about the rest of my team or who I was playing. But it it's a win nonetheless, right? Yeah, I think you beat me. So I did not. I beat Chad. I, was I knew exactly who I won. I was say the team. Now remember, you you beat me by point eight points. Yeah, that was yeah. a tough season. Still a sour spot. Um, right now, I mean, look at my running back situation. I have a Ezekiel Elliott with no quarterback. I have a Aaron Jones or Adam Jones that's injured. Yeah, Zeke is now like sympathy fumbling. Yes, like he Dak's not in there, so he's just gonna fumble for him. So yeah. I just think that's funny. <laughs> but anyway, we we digress. But man, I just don't know. I, I think the NFL is such a hodgepodge. I mean, you you look at it and and the Broncos have opportunities. You, you know what I'm saying? That Drew Locke is is a good quarterback. Cortland Sutton, uh, Philip Lindsay. I mean, even Melvin Gordon, the addition. Uh, some of those young guys, Jerry Judy. I mean, all the pieces are there. It's just not coming together. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's coordinator. I don't know if it's head coach. I don't know if it's because they know I'm a fan. I don't know <laughs> something like that. But uh, the NFL is just a debacle right now. The Patriots are down. Uh, the The Browns I think have five wins and they're and we're not more than like usually by the end of the season we're looking at about five wins. But the NFL is all over the board. Yeah, and I mean the fact that uh, what OBJ is having a horrible season statistically wise. And the Browns are actually winning games. Just says how much uh, that running game of uh, Cream Hunt and Nick Chubbs has carried him. And I tell you that that tells you how good uh, Jarvis Landry is too. Yeah. He's a, he's a stud too. But uh, you know what? Uh, as we uh, as we continue to talk about things, let's take us another break. Listen to our fine sponsors. When we come back, we'll continue to grind out on what is a Thursday of change. Uh, supposed to be Pick Day Thursday but uh, has shifted to hot topics of the day. We'll take a break, listen to our fine sponsors, talk some sports. When we come back, you're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it.
Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming. But Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryland. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as timeout protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download the Grind Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, Compilation Review and Assurance Services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com.
El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Custom shirts, vinyl decals, and all things custom printing. That's what Night Shift Printing brings your way. If you need custom printed accessories, check out my man Jacob Carter of Night Shift Printing. You can contact them direct 321-6845 or via email at nightshiftprinting at gmail.com. That's K-N-I-G-H-T, shiftprinting at gmail.com. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram. You don't want to miss it. It's well worth it. Got something you're grinding on? Give us a call at 865-983-4310. Now back to the grind with host Wayne Kaiser. 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips as we grind it out here on a Thursday edition. Chris, uh, again, breaking news this this afternoon as the Science Hill Hilltoppers have, have had to forfeit the week number one matchup or week one of the playoffs matchup uh, with the Red Rebels of Maryville, uh, which has left us um, without a location to go to. There tomorrow night again. Uh, uh, Skeeter Shield Stadium will not play host to the the first round of the playoffs, as it will uh, it will be put on pause, and uh, and they will host the winner of Bradley Central and Farragut. But uh, I tell you, Skeeter Shield Stadium will be having uh, one thing this weekend. Uh, Chris, you want to know what it is? What's that? It is flag football league sponsored by Maryville High School. Uh, Maryville High School football field ages five to eight. This Saturday, next Saturday, and the 21st, the Saturday before Thanksgiving, uh, 10 to 11.30 a.m., they will be doing a little uh, walk-up registration, uh, instruction to play football, flag football opportunity to play, you know, with some kids. Uh, You know, kids will always be moving, doing some different things, um, and they'll – They'll be having a good time right there on Jim Renfro Field. Are you going to sign your boys up? I really think so. I think uh, I might mention that to uh, Bennett tonight and see if he's interested since soccer's ending Saturday. Yeah, it says uh, walk-up registration each day. Again, so you don't have to do all three days. Uh, it's 20 bucks a day or $50 for all three dates. Okay. Uh, and then it says uh, uh, pass list for those who register for all three days. I guess so you don't have to wait in line all three weekends. You just kind of get through it. It says what to bring, cleats, shoes, cleats slash shoes. So I think it's not necessary being that it's turf to have 
uh, full-blown cleats, and then a water bottle, and then you just have at it. Okay. Sounds like a plan for the kids. Might have to work it out. It says what to expect, instruction from MHS players and coaches, opportunity to play flag football with their age group, no downtime. The kids are always going to be moving. No set teams, no practices, no hassle to find coaches. So this is just going to be a fun way for Maryville High School uh, to give back. And uh, I'll be honest, I might be a little jealous to to get to run around on Jim Renfro. I mean, we just get excited to walk across it half the time. Yeah, we might just have to be down yeah. there and be like, yeah. yeah we're uh, Assistant, right? We're yeah, assistant. we're <laughs> your assistant. We've seen this happen before. We know what's going on. Uh, but, uh, yeah, fun times. But, uh, Chris, I'll, I'll tell you, and full disclosure to anybody that's listening, normally we pick on Thursdays. Kind of change the game because we're actually going to be able to live pick on Fridays, which I think is better yeah. in the in the in the long run. But I'll be honest, we've uh, we've been freestyling uh, here this afternoon in between each break, finding the next topic, which is, you know what, at test our uh, our ability to uh, improvise. Yeah, we've been uh, struggling here, we're trying to figure no, out what to do. Struggle is a tough <laughs> word. I don't. We don't struggle. Uh, Zach Lowe of ESPN, though, helped us out a little bit. Talking to the NBA. We don't talk a ton of NBA here. Carson likes NBA. He's a big he's a big uh, uh, Rockets fan. And uh, go ahead. Uh, I'm a Hornets fan. So. Well, you're everything Carolina yeah. fan. Yeah. Well, it's been a struggle. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Tar Heel fan, and I, we, we had him at a Duke game. Uh, yeah, we, uh, uh, you know, he's a, he's an, ins- he's a Tar Heel fan. He's a Panthers fan. He's a Hornets fan. Were you a Bobcats fan? Yes. Yes. I actually, uh, went all the way to Salt Lake City, Utah and watched them play the jazz. You went there to watch them or you were in Salt Lake well, City? I was, I was in Salt Lake City and it just so happened they were there and we were like, oh, well, let's go to the game. It's and meant to be, wasn't it? Yeah. It was 28 degrees and snowing when we went to the game, but, and the Bobcats won. By two points. So, so I'm a LeBron. I mean, you know, I, I like LeBron, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, I'll, I'll go ahead and take it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, I've always wanted to see him play. I went to Atlanta one time, and I'm like, I'm gonna, we're gonna see about scalping a ticket, go down there, like top of the the arena, two hundred bucks. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I ain't doing it. Yeah. Went to Washington D.C. He went up there to play the Wizards, two hundred fifty bucks for the nosebleed seats. Um, where else was I? Where else was I? I was at one other city. I can't remember. It wasn't Memphis. It was lo- it was fairly local. I can't remember where I was. It wasn't Charlotte. It might have been Charlotte. Yeah, you could have got a better option at Charlotte, maybe. It wasn't much better. I want to say, no, I tell you what happened was we were in Charlotte. He didn't play. Wow. He didn't play because it, it was late in the season. It was yeah. when he was with, I think it was when he was with the Heat, maybe. And uh, he wasn't going to play. Yeah. And I'm like, whew. Dodged a bullet there. Yeah. I was in Charlotte for uh, for NASCAR okay. events, so it okay. was pretty fun. Pretty fun. Did you go to the Hall of Fame while you were there? Yeah. Have you ever been? Yeah, the Hall of Fame is amazing. NASCAR Hall of Fame, we're talking. Yeah. Okay, I just making sure we we switch gears there for just <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've went to. I actually went to the Hall of Fame when they were uh, basically the first uh, class was going out, and the second class was about to come in. It was going to be basically announced that next week. Uh, and I, I had the opportunity to see Junior Johnson and Richard Petty at the uh, at the Hall of Fame within, I mean, as close to me to you. That's awesome. I mean. Yeah, Richard Petty's like 70 pounds soaking wet. Since we're on NASCAR, uh, I remember back when Quincy's was a big uh, restaurant chain. And I yeah. sat, my parents sat with me for an hour and 30 minutes roughly to try to get Del Earnhardt's autograph. 
They on a poster. Down? Oh yeah, they got to meet Dale Earnhardt, the legend. You know, as a kid, that's you, cool. You kind of nervous. Well, I mean, you're from the, North Carolina too. Yeah, and I mean, he is the intimidator. So I mean, you, do you have those glasses on? Oh, he had the glasses yeah, on. Man. He had that dark stare. Yeah, and I look like he's gonna be tough, but probably the nicest man you'll ever meet. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good to hear. Because uh, uh, you know, I think I, in talking NASCAR, I, I, it's hard to switch gears. Maybe maybe basketball just wasn't our thing. <laughs> uh, this 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 weekend, they they wrap up what was a was a COVID impacted. Uh, season as well who would have thought uh the 2021 that we get this season in for one but two uh you go through a bunch of races with no fans you have eye racing uh, a driver actually gets fired mid-season because of something said during an eye racing yeah. event he is now already rehired by a new team new dream and uh, and actually probably a better ride just to be quite honest with you and uh and and we're about to wrap this thing up Four drivers race for a championship. Chase Elliott, again, probably fan favorite. Yeah. Uh, once Dale Earnhardt Jr. retired, here came Chase Elliott. He's the heir apparent, the legacy yeah. guy that can kind of plug in, dad or son of Bill Elliott, uh, to plug in. And uh, he's in the running for, for a championship, the Final Four. Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano, and Denny Hamlin. Yeah, that's some pretty good names right there i mean well denny hamlin you know he just linked up with mj uh, yeah. to start his own race team yeah i mean i think a lot of people are excited that uh you didn't say kyle bush in that sentence i think everybody's excited yeah. besides unless your name's bush i mean i like the m&m's car but that's about it laura laura has a good way to put it she says if he leaves that helmet on he's a pretty nice guy <laughs> if he just doesn't talk yeah and he is he's he, i mean he's the he's probably the most aggressive driver on the racetrack that's probably why it took him so long to win a race this year yeah. but the same rate he's a pretty good guy but uh, they finish up their regular season this weekend at phoenix phoenix not traditionally a good track for chase elliott denny hamlin's been good everywhere in his career i mean he really has in times in spurts been good at, at all types of tracks so i think he's going to be a big contender this weekend uh, i think joey logano i'm hoping he's made somebody mad over the week and they'll just take care of that deal yeah. early uh, and, and then Brad Keselowski, I mean, he's the he's the last guy to win a championship in a Dodge. I mean, he's done a lot of things. He raced for Junior Motorsports early in his career. He's got a championship already. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's going to be tough sledding, but uh, just, a, just a quick entry there. Uh, if I was to pick a driver to win this weekend, my heart says Chase, but my mind says Denny Hamlin. Yeah, I think I'm going to shock the world, and I'm going to go with my boy, Mr. Weaver here. Give me Chase Elliott. Yeah, awesome. Ch hey, have I ever told you my T-shirt idea for Chase Elliott? No. So his dad's nickname was Awesome Bill from Dawsonville, right? Yeah. And I, it's it's the corniest T-shirt. It's it's so dad jokish. You'll appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's have a T-shirt that's because they both drove number nine, and you can make it look kind of like a jersey, yeah. and have a nine on the front and the back, and it say Awesome Bill from Dawsonville, and then on the back it say Chase from the same place. <laughs> I just think that's. I mean, yeah, I think well, I could sell I those. I like that. that I good. think I could sell them. Speaking of uh, Chase, uh, I did ride by Mr. Weaver's house, and he had that big gigantic flag up flying. It. Did he? Oh, yeah, Chase Elliott flag. Yeah, he's a yeah. very proud Elliott fan. Yeah, he'll be wearing shorts. And uh, you know, kind of perspiring a little bit during the race, I'm sure. I know, and I feel bad for him. What's he gonna do with a Marvel game? You know, he loves the photographer. We may just have to bring him in here, and he can take pictures of the studio or there something. There you go. Uh, I mean, I'm not opposed. I mean, he can help pick. You know, maybe we can throw the uh, NASCAR pick 'em on there tomorrow. 
We might get him called in. Go. What about getting called in? Get worst call case. In. Worst okay. case. Sounds good to me. Jeff, if you're listening out there, you have been the gauntlet has been dropped and you're 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 summoned uh, <laughs> to be in here five to six PM tomorrow. So I'll try to work that out via messenger and uh, we'll try to get that going. Jeff Weaver, man, he's he is the cool dude. Like if you ever if you if you don't follow him on Facebook or Twitter, it's it's your own fault. Like you should you should do that. That's a that's a quality follow. He's just he his cup's always half full. He has some things going on between technology. He he has a cat that he I'm pretty sure uh, he loves it more than I I love a lot of things. Uh, and, and then uh, ultimately, yes, yeah, Sierra. And then ultimately, like like Chris said, you want to see somebody who pours it in to Maryville High School. I'll tell you what happened last year at the state championship game. He brought or well a couple weeks prior, he brought me a jump drive. And it was all the pictures he had taken to that point in the season. It's like a 32-gig jump drive, and it's yeah. like, like 29 gigs of pictures on it through 14, 13, 14 games. And he said, here, bring it back to me, and I'll throw the state championship pictures on it when we're done. I brought it back to him. He goes, I'm probably going to have to put it on a new jump drive. <laughs> you know why? Probably had more he pictures. took 4,000 pictures of the state championship game. And I think about 20 of them was of us. Yeah, he's, he's the dude. I, I mean, mean, he walked all the way up those steps to take pictures. That yeah. was a long way. And, I mean, just last week against the Heritage uh, crowd, uh, I looked at the photos he posted online, and about, I'd say about a third of them were Heritage uh, players. Uh, I think they're training staff and they're cheerleaders, so it's not just Maryville. Mm. He tries to take care of all the local teams. He's a Blunt County man, takes care of it. And, uh, again, check him out on uh, on Facebook, Jeff Weaver. And the good thing is is he, he just shares the pictures. He, he wants you to tag who, who would be – who would be as I think he says blessed by those pictures, or who would who would want to see those pictures? Uh, we're Jeff Weaver fans. Yeah. If Jeff had a T-shirt, we would wear it. We're part of the Jeff Weaver fan club. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's literally like we gotta we gotta really partition our week off because we go to meetings for Jude's fan club a couple yeah. days a week, and then Jeff a couple days a week, yeah. and then Maribel a couple days a week. There we go. We're and saying. every other day's here. Okay. Uh, five to six. So, <laughs> but uh, but but man, Chris, it's a uh, it, it's it's weird times in sports. You know, twenty twenty has been anything but predictable. I mean, I don't talk election. Not going to start now. But that whole dynamic has has been part of twenty twenty, and it almost fits. Yeah. You know, I I wouldn't expect the situations that's come through 2020 to not include an election, but you know, it is what it is. It's going through its paces. Uh, we'll find out sooner rather than later, I think uh, on how that's going to shake out. Uh, but I mean, 2020 is not over yet. I mean, we've got, uh, it's November, which kind of shocks me. My, my youngest, he, he turned six this month. Neilan turned six this month, real close to, 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 uh, uh, to Thanksgiving. And I and and then before we know it, it'll be Christmas, yeah. man. Twenty twenty, we can't, uh, we probably can't wait for it to be over. Just to be quite honest with you, just start something fresh. But at the same rate, uh, there's been a lot of crazy going on. And yeah, a tough, tough season. I mean, you know, you think about all the sports, all of it being shut down. Baseball, basketball, you know, most of them doing a short schedule. You're thinking about football right now, the college ranks. You know, we just talked about what was Washington and uh, Cal, Cal yeah. game is going to be postponed or maybe even canceled. And you think about the college football, how's that going to play off with all these games being canceled with the uh, playoffs? You know, how are you going to decide which four teams deserve to be in the uh, in the end if you know half the teams don't have enough wins? 
I think I think what they're going to have to end up doing, and I'm totally tongue in cheek in here, but uh, they're just going to have to just replay the SEC championship game two times, <laughs> and it just that'll be your national champion, I'd best say, out of three. Say Georgia and Alabama fans will love your idea. You think it'll be Georgia and Alabama? We're going to find out this weekend. Yeah. Florida's kind of had their little walls, but they've been able to reschedule some games, which could play in their favor. Uh, but uh, we'll see who who matches up well. Florida had to battle, and I and when I mean battle, like literally swing fists last yeah. weekend to get a victory. Uh, Missouri kind of pushed them around a little bit. They fight back in some really awkward looking uniforms, but yeah. nonetheless, uh, get the win this weekend. They've got Georgia, of course. That'll be on our pick segment tomorrow. And uh, and, and man, it's just uh, it's fun times to be talking sports. And talking about Florida, Kyle Trask. I mean, most. Uh, Touchdowns thrown in the first four games. What is it, 18? Did, did I ever – who was it? It, it was – and, and I, I won't say their name just because they were joking, but it was funny. They said, why Why does it not surprise me that Trash and Pitts are on the same team and it's Florida? <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's Trask with a K, but it is Pitts. Yeah. But I was like, that's fitting. Tennessee yeah. fans should remember that one, Trash and Pitts. Uh, they'll have their opportunity in, what, six weeks? when uh, it's in Florida. December. Yeah, Florida's going to be coming around. I just hope they make it up here. Yeah. And don't bring anything with them. Yeah. Yeah, because Dan Mullen, you know, I mean, he's dressing up as Darth Vader in the post game. Did you hear our show earlier in the week about what would other coaches be since Dan <laughs> Mullins like to dress up as uh, Darth Vader? Yeah, that's because of, uh, what was it, the uh, Les Miles comment about him. Oh, I don't know. That he's the dark the dark guy because he left uh, one place and went to another one. I oh, think that was the his uh, dig back toward Les Miles. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't gather yeah. that. Uh, but I was – what do you think? Who who do you think Jeremy Pruitt would dress up as? We uh, said Wooly Willy. You remember those Wooly Willies? Yeah. Where you move the little thing, make a mustache? Yeah. I like that one. Elmer Fudd came out. Uh, <laughs> Coneheads, uh, the dad from Coneheads. Okay. I thought all those were good. What about Nick Saban? You know who I picture? Who you picture? Since we're going with the uh, Dark Vader theme, you ever seen the movie Spaceballs? <laughs> oh, that's... You know what I mean? I just don't know if he's that comical, just to be honest yeah, with you. He is only like 5'4", you know. I was just going with the short guy with a big attitude, I'm temper. Trying, I'm trying to think. I don't know where Nick Saban would go. That's a good one, though. I yeah, mean, I mean... That's a good one. I mean, he could be the Affleck guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What about Lane Kiffin? Mm, clown. I, <laughs> tell us how you really feel. Uh, I was thinking, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, what was it names? Bill and Ted? <laughs> I thought he could he could totally do Bill and Ted. What uh, about, uh, we got Dan Mullins, of course, as Darth Vader, but what about Mike Leach? That's a tough one. He's just, he's he comical. would just have to be pirate, right? Yeah, I mean, he's just comical in himself, especially with all them uh, speeches he gives to the media. I think uh, I, I think uh, a lot of Drinkwitz at Missouri could be Uncle Rico from Uncle Rico. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think he could work that out. That should be a third string uh, quarterback right now for the Dallas Cowboys. Throw it over that mountain. <laughs> he just throw it right over that mountain. What about what about uh, Sam Pittman? I think he could be a farmer. Mm. Like Sam Pittman, he's pap all material yeah. right now. Yeah, I can see that. Like he makes it right now. Uh, what about uh, what about uh, what's his name at Vandy? What's his name? Mason, Derek Mason. Mason. I don't know, man. Derek, come on, come on, off the cuff right here. <laughs> the, none of this is planned, by the way. If you're listening, none of this was planned. No. 
Not a bit of it. Uh, what about uh, what about Gus Malzahn? Forrest Gump. Yeah, Forrest Gump. <laughs> Which is Forrest Gump. He could be Pat Dye. I mean, he's wearing that that pretty awesome A hat most of the year. I think that's a good one. What? Who else? Who else is out there? We've we've covered South Carolina. Will Muschamp. Mm. Maybe he could be Roadkill. Ooh, too too soon. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Yeah. What could he be? What could he be? Because he kind of reminds you of somebody. You know, speaking about him, he's got, he's got a lot of people calling for his job right now at South Carolina. He he's not going to get fired. I don't know that anybody gets fired this year because uh, of COVID. Yeah. But should he be? I, I think yeah. so. There's a lot of people. You know, being from Carolina, there's a lot of people down there in the Carolina area that's not too happy with the way he's uh, handled that team. Yeah, but who who do they get? What do they do? Uh, that's the question. Is you know, who is actually available? Well, who wants to go to South Carolina, just to be quite honest with you? Well, there's an old ball coach that might. Oh, no. No, he left them half the season. <laughs> he ain't going back. Yes, he, doesn't put the, he doesn't put the blue and orange back on. He, he's gone for good. Yeah. But, uh, hey, that's been the Thursday edition of The Grind, for what it's worth. And uh, you know what? We'll come back tomorrow and do it again. But if you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care, be safe, and, yes, grind on.